Okay, here we are. It's Super Bowl time again on the CXM Experience. And as usual, I am Grad Khan, your host, CXO, Chief Experience Officer for Sprinkler. I'm really, um, you know, I try not to like use this to pitch Sprinkler too much, although we're always talking about things that Sprinkler's got somewhat of a hand in. But uh, I'm going to do a little uh, Sprinkler pitch today. Um, just, uh, you know, nothing too much, but just kind of, you know, just uh, kind of fluff the feathers a bit. It's a pretty cool, awesome company to work at and pretty amazing experience. I've been here now three years, but I was Sprinkler's first customer. So I've been with this group for nearly a decade now. And um, one of the cool things of working at Sprinkler is that you've got access to all this amazing information. And so on February the 8th, uh, we published a article. Uh, it's on the Sprinkler site uh, in our blog. So we just go to blog.sprinkler and Sprinkler's um, no E in it, right? Because we couldn't couldn't afford it. It'd be really cost effective as a startup. So uh, blog.sprinkler.com. And uh, if you go to the blog, you'll find uh, this uh, a great article by Rachel Alvarez, who is part of our PR team, a wonderful writer and a wonderful person. And her article is called The Most Talked About Super Bowl Ads, Sprinkler Insights. So again, one of the cool things about Sprinkler, and this has been going on since, you know, since day one, uh, we had some pretty, really, really compelling stuff during the early days of COVID. We could see where outbreaks were occurring. Um, we can see what's happening with elections. I'm usually got a pretty good sense of where an election is going to land based on seeing what's kind of happening through all the digital chatter that's occurring around the world. Uh, and then, of course, Super Bowl. And so, um, so Rachel wrote a really great article, and she basically was able to uh, highlight some of the some of the ads that were interesting. We'll we'll hit some of those as we go through these. Uh, but she has the top brand post by total engagement. I'll tell you what that is in a second. Uh, she has the brand with the most engagements on Instagram and Facebook. So I'll talk about that as well. And then there's also a sprinkler hashtag brand bowl presentation. And this tracks public mentions of Super Bowl ads in real time on Twitter. And so there's a summary in the article and it shows Twitter data from around um, uh, the beginning of the day on February the 7th to the about 10 p.m. that night. And only tweets that mentioned a brand and the Super Bowl were included. So it's fairly specific. And you can sort of see who got kind of the most mentions. And then there's also uh, emoji reactions to the ads. You can sort of see uh, who got the most American flags, who got the most, you know, laughing, crying, uh, hearts, and all that kind of stuff. Um, you can see brands with the biggest spike in mentions on Twitter. That's a nice little chart. And the top five most mentioned Super Bowl hashtags. So let me do a couple, a couple of quick things. You should read the article and you should see the visuals because they're terrific. And there's a, a new presentation functionality in Sprinkler, which allows you to create essentially real-time PowerPoint slides that are completed with the data coming out of Sprinkler, but with beautiful graphics. It's a really great way to graphically show what's going on, but with real-time updates and very amazing functionality from Justin uh, Garrity and his team, Ryan Parr and his team. Those two, shout-outs to those two who are absolute magicians. So, top brand post by Total Engagement on Twitter is... <laughs> Mandu. Mandu had the most engagement in the Super Bowl. Isn't that amazing? And we'll talk about that in a, in a bit. And the brand with the most engagements on Instagram and Facebook. 
Disney Plus. All right. Disney Plus. Oh, God, I love Disney Plus. 238,000 total engagements on Instagram and 13,000 engagements on Facebook. Look at that Instagram versus Facebook numbers. It's almost 10x. Isn't that amazing? It's actually 20x. Very interesting. Anyway, so uh, pretty cool. Congrats to Mountain Dew and Disney Plus. Way to go. Um, the f- top five most mentioned Super Bowl hashtags, and this is uh, measured from the coin toss at the beginning of the game to the very end of the game. Uh, not surprisingly, hashtag Super Bowl. Also not super surprisingly, hashtag SBLV, uh, Super Bowl 55. And then hashtag Super Bowl LV. And then go Bucks, hashtag go Bucks. And then again, rounding it out, hashtag the weekend, spelt without a knee, because, you know, he also was a startup and couldn't afford the E. Uh, so, uh, so let's talk a little bit about the ads. So, you know, kind of check this out. Um, Sprinkler Insights are, are pretty fun and we, we do them all the time. And, you know, you can learn a lot by listening to what other people are talking about. So, you know, on today's section, I wanted to kind of hit a few uh, ads in a row. Uh, we sort of ended with the five to nine discussion with the Dolly Parton ad, which uh, I thought was potentially flawed, but um, powerful. Uh, and then let's hit some that I'm not going to touch on too long, but they're just like a little bit like, uh, and, um, like the Cheetos ad, it wasn't me just, I don't know, Ashton Kutcher musically accusing his wife, um, Mila Kunis of stealing Cheetos and Shaggy's defending her by saying it wasn't me. And so you snacking on the sofa. Wasn't me. You even had him in the shower. It wasn't me. I even caught you on camera. I don't know. It was just, it felt like he was trying too hard. And it was like, I don't know, maybe this is just me, but wasn't the energy between Ashton and his wife like a little weird? Like, I don't know. It just didn't feel like they were super married, um, even though apparently they are. Um, then the other one was uh, John Travolta did the um, TikTok. Uh, so it was an ad for Scott's and Miracle Grow. And, um, they were making, he's making a grease TikTok with his daughter. Dad, it's the red one. I know. The other red one. I know. Feeling good, like I should. He still got it. Travolta's, don't be tickety talking on my grass. Feeling blessed. You know, kind of like, wow, that's John Travolta. It was kind of the reaction to the ad, but what did that have to do with the product? And I think one of the things that sort of happens in these Super Bowl ads is that you get something in advertising called irrelevant drama. So in uh, in the Dolly Parton ad, the Squarespace ad, the flaw is, do people know what Squarespace is? And it wasn't even clear what the ad was, who, who made the ad. It's a reasonable criticism. Um, but the theme of the ad, which is when you leave the office, you're going to pursue your passion. Again, I think that's a tragic way to live life, but let's just, just go with this for a second. When you leave the office, you're going to pursue your passion, your side gig. Uh, and when you're pursuing your side gig, you're going to need something with a web presence, usually, and use Squarespace to make that happen because, and I think, I don't know if they're exact creative strategy, but I assume it's something like to convince the audience that Squarespace is the best thing to use to host your side gig or side hustle. And the reason why is that Squarespace requires very little setup time to get a high quality product. And I've actually used Squarespace. Excellent, excellent product. And uh, that, that would be a true statement. So the drama had something to do with the product. 
However, the drama can have something to do with the product. So you can be on the mark on the drama and still blow it in the execution. And so uh, we got to talk. I mean, it's uncomfortable. It's uncomfortable. I get it. I, you know, I hate to bring these kinds of things up, but we've got to talk about Flat Matthew. Uh, this is the uh, Doritos 3D ad. Now, Doritos 3D, pretty interesting product idea, which is they take the normally very flat Doritos chip and they've puffed it up. So it's a three-dimensional Doritos chip. Okay, I'll, I'll buy that. Sounds kind of cool. Could be fun. Could be tasty, nice and light. Uh, sounds great. Uh, then they had a, a pretty interesting idea, simple idea, I guess. The idea is, hey, why doesn't a two-dimensional person eat the three-dimensional Dorito and there's a three-dimensional person. Doritos, now in 3D. All right. I think that sort of clearly communicates the product uniqueness. I'm not sure I understand the product benefit, but I understand the product uniqueness. I'll try it. Okay. And then someone said, let's get Matthew McConaughey. Okay, so I'm like, all right. So this is where things probably start to go horribly wrong. Um, I don't know where that came from, but let's just, I don't, why you even needed a celebrity was a good question. But then, then the execution, like the, the look and feel of it and the distortion of the human features and the face. And, and it was, it was not. That was not a good experience. Like, stop, stop right now. So I don't know if we'll see that ad ever again, but um, it was, that was, that was nasty. Um, but, you know, no irrelevant drama. Um, you know, Amy Schumer, who I love, Amy Schumer, I think she's amazing. Uh, the Hellman's Fairy God Mayo. I will also say, um, uh, you've probably heard me wax eloquent about Land O'Lakes Butter. Uh, if there's a close second place competitor, it would be Hellman's Mayonnaise, which I really love. Now, here's the Hellman's Magic. Creamy, dreamy. Oh, yeah, that's normal. What else can you do? Absolutely nothing. Like nothing. I really love Hellman's mayonnaise. So I take two things I love very deeply uh, and really like serious fandom for both of these items uh, and uh, put it together uh, in an ad which generated more dislikes than likes on YouTube and was thoroughly unlikable and unintelligible. And I don't know what was going on with the fairy godmother and the mayo and the fridge. And it was just, it was kind of a bit crazy, but I'm still going to eat Hellman's and I'm still going to watch uh, Amy Schumer. So um, let's, let's like wrap with one that I thought was kind of cool. Um, and I, and I, I thought it was a, it was a great ad because it did a nice job of reflecting the, the year we've been through and did it with really nice relevant drama uh, and did it in, I think an amusing and engaging way that made you want to watch it again. And that is the Bud Light Seltzer Lemonade ad. So um, Bud Light uh, is advertising its new lemonade seltzers, and uh, it reflects on the lemon of a year that was 2020. And basically, it's just a bunch of people in situations like weddings and stuff like that uh, being bombarded by lemons. Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. 
has a lot of lemons. Well, you know what they say when life gives you we lemons. We know the saying, Mark. New Bud Light Seltzer Lemonade, packed with lemonade flavor after a lemon of a year. And I just thought it was like, it was just one of those ads where it was a pretty simple idea. It was a kind of a lemony year and there's lemons falling everywhere and everything's getting wrecked. Just like this kind of year, everything got kind of wrecked. You know, my, for example, I just, just in terms of like just wreckage. So my, my reunion, uh, my university reunion, or just college reunion, if you're thinking in American terms, but this was being Canada. So it's my university reunion was going to be last fall. Very excited for it. I missed the first one. I really, I really wanted to go back for this. I was really like super, super excited. Obviously got canceled because it was, you know, in the middle of the pandemic and they were said they're going to do it again, do it this year in person. So everyone's like excited and we're all exchanging messages. And I just got a letter today saying it's canceled again and it's going to be virtual again, which is like, ugh, very, very frustrating. Um, so maybe next year, I don't know. I'll be like the B movie. Maybe this time, maybe this time, maybe this time, maybe this time, maybe this time. Anyway, I just thought Bud Light did a nice job of pulling in the air, making it kind of clear. And oh, by the way, we've got a lemon seltzer. I'll give it a shot. I'll give it a try. Thanks for letting me know. Really clear, really clean communication and messaging. So that's our Super Bowl discussion for today. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow with more Sprinkler Insights, more discussion about the ads. Might talk about halftime shows again for a, a minute or two. And uh, while you're thinking about that, who did the first Super Bowl halftime show of the modern era? You should know the answer if you're listening on a regular basis. But if you don't, think about that for a second. What is generally viewed as the kickoff show of the modern era Super Bowl halftime shows. And while you're thinking about that, I'll be thinking about our next show for the CXM experience. I'm Grad Khan, and I'll see you next time.